know who we're doing for music yet, do we? No. And yet here we are. And here, and here we are. Here we are, sitting here. Well, I just heard you listening to Cat, and I thought, no, we haven't done a show. Well, maybe we should do Cat. We could do Cat. That would be fine with me. That would be absolutely fine. Because, you know, Cat is a rather prominent uh, presence in our little microcosmic. Uh, it's 7.15 a.m. Saturday, February the 8th, 2020. I'm Bill. I am Diane. It's the Bill and Diane. I was thinking the other day, how do I do that? That's a weird thing that happens in the back of your throat. <clears throat> well, where have we been? What is the truth? <laughs> I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. What? It's like every time we do a show now, we have to have this explanation at the front of where we've been. Yeah, ham and eggs. Well, where fun. I've been is sick. Yeah, well, that's true. Diana was sick for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then I was feeling kind of low and slow for a couple of weeks myself, and we think uh, we have no idea what that was about, except that I had a lot of pain parts going on, and decided that I was feeling discouraged, and when yes. Bill is discouraged, you really don't want to hear what Bill has to say <laughs> on his show, you know? I want to hear what Bill has to say, though. Well, yeah. Not you, on the show. But you have to hear what I have to say. I don't want to have to hear it. Well, it's true. You choose to for some odd reason. Well, I got to hear what you had to say, too. Yeah, you know, that's right. I'm always here for whatever you've got to say. And, yeah, you had that, that thing. You had that upper respiratory thing. Yeah, it was bad. <clears throat> I think a lot of people have had it. People have had it. Uh, because when I would talk to people about having it, uh, they said, oh, yeah, that it certainly was in our office. Everybody was, when I got back from, I teleworked for two weeks. Right. And when I got back, Everybody was coughing in the office. It was bizarre. But it wasn't the coronavirus. It wasn't the coronavirus. We no. know that that's true, right? We, we do know that. Do we know that? Do well, we, know? we don't. No, you know, we don't. We're all, we don't know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, could have been. We know it wasn't the flu, though. It wasn't the cause flu because you were tested for I was that. tested for that. It wasn't the flu and it wasn't pneumonia. Because we were worried that you might have had walking pneumonia. Yeah. Because a friend of ours had been recovering from walking pneumonia. Yeah. So. Still have a little bit of the remnants, you know, in my, uh, but I feel great now. You know, I got know. together with my old buddy Lori Trout from uh, the bus yard last week for lunch, and she's still getting over it, and she had had it, you know, even longer ago, and so she said, yeah, the, the bronchial stuff hangs on for a long time. Yeah. I think, you know, as the earth, you know, descends towards the sun, you know, because you know we are crashing into the sun. Uh, things like, you know, the colds and stuff like that are probably going to get a little worse. Yeah. A little more long-lasting, a little hanging around a little bit longer because we are, you know, approaching the point of our extinction. In more ways than one. No, no. <laughs> but we're not going to talk it's about a lovely, that. It's a lovely day here in the treehouse. we got the lights are lit and stuff like that, I guess. If I'd given you more warning about doing a show, you probably would have lit candles and stuff like that. I probably would have. But, you know, things have been happening, and they've been happening on Saturday mornings. And for me, because of other factors, like you having been sick and me having been, you know, uh, discouraged, we've chosen not to do shows. Yeah. So today I was sitting upstairs, and I was thinking, you know, I feel fine. I feel much better. And I know Diane is feeling well. 
And we are going to go out here in an hour or so, or a couple of hours, to, to do a thing. And that's our event of the morning. And I, kind of, I guess somewhere in my mind I was allowing that to preempt the show. Yeah. Yeah. But then I was sitting up there. Well, you know what I missed? And you were down here listening to Kat. Just let me finish my yeah, story. Yeah, okay. First. You were down here listening to Cat, And I was listening, over listening to you listening to Cat. And I started to get weepy, as I often do, when I'm listening to Cat, or I'm listening to you listening to Cat, <laughs> Or I'm actually listening to Cat in, live in person. You know, you get kind of emotional because Cat brings that out in us. And, uh, we should be doing a show. So that's when I came down here. Okay, now you can talk. Well, all I was going to say is what oh, I missed. Oh, by the miss... way, it has been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine, as per usual. Over to you, Diane. <laughs> well, what I missed about not doing the show is that we didn't sit here on a Saturday morning and talk. Oh, yeah. That's right. That but then didn't. again, all I would have been doing is, <laughs> you know, yeah. so. Well, uh, yeah. That would not have been pleasant for anybody, I don't think. No, would. it would not. Although we have done shows when I've been in that state before. And probably me too. But. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't had any gigs for a few weeks. And so that has been an odd thing too. And I've decided that as, if I can avoid not having, I mean, if I can avoid having no gigs for this number of weeks, I, I should. Yeah. I don't think it's good for me to not, to go this long without having a performance because it makes me you know something I don't know it turns me it makes me more neurotic that's what it does it makes me more neurotic and if there's one thing I don't need to be on a day-to-day -day basis it's more neurotic so there you go I was thinking about what you said about being discouraged and it brought to mind the very beginning of It's a Wonderful Life where uh <laughs> The very beginning, I mean, up in the clouds, the angels talking to each yeah. other. Yeah, Joseph and and when he says uh, that he needs to send Clarence down. Yeah, that's why I use the word discouraged. Is from that movie. He's feeling discouraged. I'm getting teary-eyed just even thinking about the line. Can we play it? You sent for me, sir. Yes, Clarence. A man down on Earth needs our help. Splendid. Is he sick? No, worse. He's discouraged. At exactly 10.45 p.m. Earth time, that man will be thinking seriously of throwing away God's greatest gift. Oh, dear, dear, his life. Then I've only an hour to dress. What are they wearing now? You will spend that hour getting acquainted with George. Um, when I was a kid, I loved this, the uh, show It's Wonderful Life. Who doesn't? It's almost a requirement. <laughs> but I didn't start weeping at that first line until I was older. I, uh, I think that the power of that, uh, that thought, that getting discouraged is the worst, you know? And I'm also getting teary-eyed because of the... I don't even need to talk about why we would be discouraged at this period of time in our history. But I think that that is the, the balance we're always on, right? Uh, not, to, not to think that we know what's happening in the grand scheme. 
I think that uh, one of the ways that I've always thought in my own spiritual existence, I guess, is that I wanted to strive towards cheerful serenity. I read those words paired together in a Herman Hesse book. And that became kind of my goal after that was to strive towards that because I always thought that cheerful was an active principle like you're, you're filling yourself with cheer and you're going out in the world. But serene is a passive principle in my mind and I think of the serenity of a lake or, you know, something more placid. And I always thought that it was trusting that that the universe was unfolding as it should, even when you thought that it wasn't. So anyway, I feel like that's a thought that I try to bring up in my discouraged times, because it's hard to remember when you're not feeling happy. (laughs) I think my my discouragement had more to do with physical uh, problems. Oh, I know it did. I think... uh, that's something that's a, an ongoing um, struggle. <sighs> struggle seems like too dramatic a word. My interaction with my autoimmune thing uh, has its ups and downs, you know. And I think I don't know that the recent trouble I had was a relapse, uh, but it has a lot of the earmarks of a relapse just yeah. because of the odd way it arrived and the odd way it's departing, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but when it's, when you're in the midst of it, you don't really know what's causing it or what's making it happen. You just know that you can't do anything and you can't concentrate very well on doing the things that you, that you value the most in your life. Like for me, it's writing or maybe even playing the guitar. Um, when something takes me out of my ability to occupy that state fully, then I tend to get discouraged. So it's, uh, it's, it's nice that it's going away. Well, don't you think too that, I mean, at least for me doing this show, it's, it's funny because we're always saying, we're just going to talk about the things that we would talk about on a Saturday morning there is a feeling like you want to be upbeat. <laughs> well, you, yeah. I, you know, yeah. you want I, to talk about it in an organized kind of way. I mean, we don't, our conversations, which are ongoing. Yes. Uh, and numerous and, you know, and tend to be kind of epic, you know, in scope. <laughs> They're not always organized. So this is a nice, it's, this is like our, our weekly synthesis <laughs> session where we can kind of, uh, categorize and catalyze the pardon me i'm gonna have another drink of coffee the conversations we've had during the weeks and the feelings that we've had during the week you boy kind of give people a summary good coffee of, of it and what value it is to other people is beyond me well but, i think that the people who listen to our show just uh know us and <laughs> are just kind of checking in to see what's happening yeah it's great so and maybe listening to the songs that we play. where's all those where are those people's shows Come on, people. <laughs> you know. We would listen to your yeah, shows. Yeah, this is just a one-way street here, people. You know, we need some, we need a Kelly and Mary show and a Mike and Martha show and you know, a Cat and John show. Mela. 
yeah. All kinds of people need, we need some shows here. <laughs> I could fill up my iPod Cindy. with, you know. Yeah. Cindy and Carl. Exactly. All these people. Yeah. But anyway. Well, I, <laughs> I actually do love listening to podcasts myself uh, on the bus in the morning. Mm. And whenever I'm listening to these very cleverly crafted storyteller podcasts, I always feel like, yeah, why would anybody listen to ours when they could be listening to these? So it has to be people who just want to check in and see how we're doing. Well, anyway, we seem to be surviving, don't we? Yeah. We seem to be surviving quite well. I, I like hanging out with you. You're, you're still pretty fun. Still, you still seem to think I'm pretty fun to hang out with, too. Oh, I love hanging out with Which you. Seems just Even in our hard. discouraged times, I love it. Yeah. Get the meat. Get the meat? Get the meat of the life. Okay. Maybe we should play some Diary Feral. Oh, the guy that... The Cat and John played. The Cat and John played. The and White Hair. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Well, anyway. we, could, we could play a song... By Cat and a song by Dowry. Really, Cat is responsible for this show. That's right. For this episode of the show happening right now, even though I don't remember what number it is. <laughs> if it wasn't for Cat, this show probably wouldn't have been happening because that's uh, what triggered it in my mind. So thank you, Cat. Thank you for your music and for your friendship and for inspiring this show. Getting us back on track. You know, things like that. Is there anything else we need to cover? I don't know. I mean, the... The this days when you're sick kind of go by in a bit of a fog. And I think and the reason why... days when you're discouraged also do that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, and maybe this is, I was going to say, you're just trying to survive. And maybe it's the case in both of those situations. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting when I was, remember when I was really in the, the depths of being sick that I said, you know, it's so funny, whenever you're sick... You can never imagine being well again. And whenever you're well, you can never imagine being sick again. <laughs> it's it's a, a bizarre thing because you kind of fluctuate between the two. It's true. But, uh, but that illness was particularly commanding of my attention of trying to just get well. And I was just working too. Um, I just teleworked during that whole time. That's so, interesting because you never really felt that horrible, but you I, had all kinds of symptoms that made you sound extremely ill. Like, you know, the coughing was very bronchial and very productive, lots of phlegm flying hither and there <laughs> around the place. And what amazed me is that I was here with you the whole time that you were working from home. I never got sick. I know. I don't know. I was glad that I didn't take it into work, but apparently somebody else took it into work because, you know, there it was. Maybe that's where you got it. I'm sure it was. But uh, that really commanded my attention during that time, and um, yeah. Yeah, same thing with my recent, uh, whatever the heck it was that happened to me. It's like you can't really think around it. It's like there's this thing that's blocking your, blocking your way no matter which way you turn. And it's hard to live your life uh, around it. It's pretty wonderful to to be uh, one of the things that we talked about during this time because I was I was really emotional from uh, just from being sick and 
you know, the, <laughs> the strength that it takes to get through being sick. And I was talking to Bill about my own problems with being sick. And, and I was saying, you know, you don't really get to be <laughs> a fantasy person with, <laughs> with the person that you love. You know, like when you first start in a relationship, oh, you always yeah. get to be a person for that can be a fantasy, you know, that can be the, the powerful, beautiful princess warrior <laughs> type of thing. And when you live with somebody, you don't get to be that fantasy. You're just real all the time. Yeah. And I love that. I didn't think that I would love that, but I love that. I'm not sure that I do yet fully. I think I still have some problems with it. With being the with not. being not the, or with just being brought low by something and feeling, uh, I don't know, I still have a certain amount of self-consciousness around it and feeling like, why be when you can't be at your best or whatever, you know, it's a, I don't know, maybe it's a different kind of thing with an autoimmune thing than with a, just a passing cold or something. For me, it's like whenever I get into a situation like I've been in, I wonder if I'm ever going to get out of it again. And since you're in it, we're in a time of our lives where things can go away and not come back. Yeah. You know, I always kind of am, I have that kind of underlying worry. Because they say that, you know, 10 years after you're diagnosed with relapsing remitting MS, it progresses to secondary progressive MS. You know, that happens a lot. And I don't know how long I've had this, so it's hard to know. I would hate to think that. I, it made me think this time, and I haven't had this thought for a long time. I had to, I found myself contemplating what I was going to do after I couldn't play the guitar anymore. Yeah. And I, but what I meant about being, uh, that I really like being in this is not that you lose things, but that we are in the the true the relationship. Struggle is visible. It's a visible struggle. The, the partner is, that we're with each other yeah. all the way. No, That's yeah. a pretty rare and wonderful thing, yeah. I think. True that. Cat, rescue us. <laughs> Glad we did a show, though. Yeah. When the night is nothing but starless dark. A sky as black as the devil's own heart A diamond ring could be lying in the road Right at your feet and you never would know And here in the desert where the river used to be By tall yellow corn and the mulberry trees Far as I see there's nothing but gray And if anything is growing there's no one left to say Oh, what do we hope for now? Winter to summer is pretty much the same There's every kind of nothing and not a drop of rain One day the rodeo man came around A little bit of color in the gray and the brown He's dressed up fancy but nobody cared Still the cowboys stood and they stared At the finest horse that they ever did see A breathing jewel and a cowboy's dream Oh, what do we hope for now? 
He said, me and this mare were on one last ride, then I'll leave my rodeo days behind. For a hundred dollars, said the rodeo man, I put these reins in a cowboy's hand. Look at her, boys, it's a simple fact. She's gotta be worth maybe ten times that. But in times as hard, a cowboy knows a nickel comes in and a dollar has to go. Look all you want, but there's nothing to say. And one by one, they drifted away. Oh, what we hope for now. job and a home and today everybody's been knocked down low every stranger you meet on the road might have once been a king but you never would know and here in the desert that once grew wheat with no one in the fields and no one in the street i'd only give a good damn in the end for a few square meals or one real On a horse or a man What do we hope for Southern California, you can get used to it But it's not the paradise that I had expected It was a gas station, 1936 What kind of miracle comes to a place like this? Oh, we circled around like a couple of sharks Stealing looks as we filled our cars Took a long time till we both said Jesus Christ, I thought you were dead Twenty years before it all happened on Christmas Back in the war, in the stumps of the Argonne Forest You could call it a hiccup of peace We thought the war 
was too good to last any more than 24 hours just long enough to shake the hand of last night's target today's young man there was endless mud on foreign land and light like silver in an angel's hand I was lost from the rest of the men when the shooting started over again the second touch of God that day was in how in the hell I ever got away seen you since I'm not sure I was ready to see a long dead friend filling up a 34 Chevy you said every year with a bottle of whiskey the boys get together and we toast your memory but here you are alive somehow what are we gonna drink to now come over and meet my wife don't ask so many questions how many times in your life does a miracle happen? 